Hm. Babe. Yeah. Thanksgiving is over. You've got to help me with these lights. No, I'm eating this pie. We still have pumpkin pie. Okay, but when that pie is over, it's time. We're gonna decorate. It's Christmas time. All right. together for Salem. for Salem. It seems like you're a pretty big uh, Thanksgiving fan. It turns out I am. I don't know if you can see my tassels. Yeah. Well, I really like Christmas, but I'm also a pretty big oh, Thanksgiving fan. Okay, all right. I, I will take better. your chicken hat and up you Thanksgiving hat. We're so glad you decided to join us for this Thanksgiving special. This is put out by Cross Creek Community Church. This is Aaron. I'm Monica. Yep. Got some special things this episode for you guys. We're really excited. We're so glad you decided to join us. We're releasing this episode. We usually do on Saturdays, but it's going to be a little early for your mm. long extended Thanksgiving weekend. We hope however you're celebrating that you're eating fun food, delicious like food. Pumpkin pie. Like pumpkin pie. Yeah. Yeah. With your loved ones. So we're going to head over to John here in a second. He is going to talk about gratitude. Oh, great. Yep. And before we do that, I just want to tell you a couple things. You know what they are? No. One. One is the welcome form. So if this oh, is yes. your first time watching us, welcome. We're so glad you decided to watch. This isn't usually how we look. I was going to say it is how we usually look. Oh, yeah. Well, we are celebrating. Yes. Yeah. Um, so head over to the welcome form. Let us know you're watching. We have some things for you if you're new or if you've been watching for a while. Um, we have Bibles that we're mailing people if they want to have a Bible to read on their own that's not on a phone. That rhymed. That's fun. Um, we also have a place for questions, prayer requests. It's just a way to let us know that you're watching. Uh, we'll send you a free e-gift card just for saying hello, and that's there on the welcome form. There's one more thing that we yeah. want to tell you. This week on social media, make sure you follow us because we're giving away a $25 gift card to Geppetto's, announcing right. that giveaway from last week. And then this week, excuse me, we're giving away a $25 gift card to French Press. Don't say. Which is in South Salem. And they're a great coffee place, but they also make amazing crepes. Yes, they do. And other uh, don't have crepes here. savory and sweet breakfasty, lunchy items. Mm. So check them out, give them a follow. They're linked in our show notes. We're gonna give away that gift card on our social media. Très bien. Yes. We're gonna come back on the other end of the episode. Yeah, we'll be. You'll see us again. I'm sure you're excited. And we'll have some more announcements for you. But for now, here's John with our Thanksgiving special. So are you tired of it yet? Tired of everything that feels like it's been taken away from us? Everything we can't do? Everything that um, we just, we've lost? I mean, maybe Thanksgiving is or was, depending on what day you're watching this. Maybe it was different this year. Maybe it is different for you this year. Maybe you're used to having that big gathering and you can't 
or it's different in other ways, either because of the restrictions we're under or maybe you've lost somebody or maybe there's some broken relationships from what's just been going on this last year. Are you tired of it yet? Because there's just, it just feels like there's so much to bring us down right now, so much that we can focus on that just really brings us down. And the weird thing is we almost can't help it, right? We almost can't help it. It's because it's human nature to focus on what we can't do and what we don't have, right? Isn't that just so easy to do? It's human nature to focus on what we can't do and what we don't have. And we all do it, especially this year, right? Especially 2020. It's just been one, I can't even say one of those years because it's the only one like it for, for most of us, I think. So are you tired of it yet? That, that just feeling of, of emptiness, of discouragement, feeling unmotivated and just for sad, just disconnected, discontent in one way or another. And in a cruel twist, how this all kind of works together, how, you know, how life and human nature forces us to focus on what we can't do, what we don't have. It's also impossible to be content when we are constantly reminded of what we don't have and can't do. Right? Think about that. It's impossible to be content when we are constantly reminded of what we don't have and what we can't do. And so how do we fix that? How do we stop from being reminded constantly of what we can't do and what we don't have? Well, we could, you know, point out people or groups or situations outside of us that are causing this to happen. Somebody, somebody, something we can blame. But we always have to remember that when, we, when we're pointing out someone else's issues, we have three fingers pointing back at us, right? It's almost like maybe we should be three times more self-reflective than accusatory. You think about it? And this year, yes, it's hard. Like no question this year has been hard. There is no denying that. No matter what side you've been on in any of these fun things we've been going through, it's been hard. We are all feeling it. Each of us has lost something and some of us have lost a lot. But we only make it worse for ourselves and others when we focus so much, when we choose to focus so much on what we don't have, when we choose to focus on what we can't do. And yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good. It's healthy to grieve, to mourn. A good, a good religious word is lament. That grief process that is healthy for us and good to go through. It's part of the way humans deal with loss. It's good to do that. But if we continue in it, if we continue to constantly focus on what we've lost, what we can't have, what we can't do or even be, it produces this never-ending cycle of anger, sadness, frustration. Have you felt that? Well, there's good news. There is a better way. And I think in this holiday season that we now get to enjoy, this is the perfect time to try some new things, to actually find contentment in life. And so here's a key I'd, I'd like to offer in this episode is this, gratitude creates contentment. It's not an earth-shattering thing, but if we think about it and we can apply it, it's true. Gratitude creates contentment. And it's not just something that happens to us. It's not some magical feeling that just kind of flows down like snow or fairy dust. It's a choice we make. We always have a choice. We can focus on what we don't have or we can focus on what we do have. 
We can complain and moan about what's been taken away, or we can be thankful for what has been given to us. And so here's why the biblical writings talk so much about being happy, about praising God in all circumstances. Because here's, here's kind of like the bottom line of all this joy and peace and comfort that the biblical writings talk about that we can have no matter what's going on. And it's this, God is for you. God is for you. He is so for you. Check this out. He loves to give. And just maybe you've read this one before. It's a pretty famous passage, but pretty much talking about God's big master plan for humanity. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone, everyone, that includes you, that includes me, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. A perfect relationship with God that starts now and lasts forever. God sent his son, Jesus, into the world, not to judge the world. Maybe that's what you've heard. Maybe you picture God as this judge. That's not why God sent Jesus to judge the world and send the wicked to hell and that type of thing. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. See, we've all been separated. We, yes, we're separated right now because of a pandemic and politics and all of that, but we're separated even more because of that human nature we talked about. We all have this nature to want to just take care of ourselves and, and complain when we don't get what we want. And it even goes so far as to uh, exclude others and even hurt others at the expense of what we want. And that's called sin. That's what the biblical writings call sin. We all have this sin problem. It separates us from God. It separates us from ourselves. It separates us from others. And so God said, I need to fix that. I want to bring my children back to me. And so he came as a human, Jesus, 100% God, 100% human. And he lived a perfect life. And then he died on the cross to pay the penalty for all that hurt that we've caused. And then as he said he would, he came back to life, proving that those sins can be forgiven, that we can have new life through him, that he has power over death and life. And that we can be with him simply by just trusting that he's forgiven us and relying on him to give us a new life. That's what it means when we say God is for us. When he is that for us, we can find contentment. Will bad things happen to us? If we trust Jesus for our eternal life, if we trust Jesus for our now life, if we trust Jesus for our transformation, will bad things happen? Yeah. That's, he said bad things will happen. That is just the part of life that we have. But we can see that all of it is in the hands of the God who is so for us that he chose to die for us. And as, as we like to say, if someone will die for you, they are for you. If someone will die for you, they are for you. How can you be more for somebody than dying for them? And if he loves us enough to do that for us, to die for us, we can trust that the bad that we are experiencing in some way will turn for good, either in this life or the next. That's why the Apostle Paul wrote this. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Everything he will use to work for good. Whether we know it or not, he is using it to work it for good. So in light of all of this, of how God is for us, of how we know he's working together the bad things for good for us, do we complain about what God has allowed to be taken away? Do we complain about what God has allowed to happen to us or maybe not happen? 
to us or for us? Or do we choose to thank him for what we have, to thank him for what he has done for us and thank him that his love will never leave us? See, whether we like it or not, whether we admit it or not, we do have a choice. And so what I just want to give some practical things we can do right now and maybe this week or this month or this holiday season to find contentment, to find that gratitude. And so here, here's what it is. Let's be honest with ourselves. Write down, like physically write down or type if you want, but write down what you are lamenting. What are you grieving about? What are you mourning? What have you lost? That's okay to be honest. God already knows what we are sad about, what we're disappointed about, maybe what we're angry about. What, write the things that you feel have been taken away from you, the things that you've, you've lost, the things that are going on that you feel are unfair, the people who might have hurt you, the people who don't understand you. Write that all down. Allow yourself to grieve those things. But don't stay there. Once you do that, then for each of those laments, write three things for which you're thankful. Yes, lament, grieve, even complain a little bit. But in that, write three things for which you are thankful. Practice gratitude. So yeah, this year has been hard. For a lot of reasons, it's been hard. Will 2021 be better? I have no idea. But if it's not, we can still find contentment and peace and happiness because God will not stop loving us. God will not stop caring for us. God will not stop giving to us and he will never stop being for us. The choice is yours. See, we can, we can choose to focus on what's been taken away or we can choose to focus on God's goodness. That's why King David, you know, the David and Goliath guy, that's why David who had been hunted down by one of his mentors, had been betrayed even by his own kids, his son tried to kill him. He was humiliated in public for all of his faults. That's why that guy, who knew how much of a horrible person he was and had terrible things happen to him, that's why he could write this. Check this out. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. He can write that knowing all the bad stuff that has happened to him. But notice, it, notice in this, David is talking to himself. Right? That's, it's like his internal monologue. And notice the quality of his self-talk. He's not beating himself up. He's not just saying, oh, why me? This is so hard. There is time for that. But then he goes into this. He's commanding his own soul with, to, be, to have gratitude. He's saying, look, look at what God has done for me. Be, have gratitude. He forgives my sins. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he's done for me. He redeems me from death, crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. What has yourself, your internal monologue, your self-talk, been like lately? Has it been like that? Or has it been more of the complaining and the, the groaning, the whining? It's our choice. Again, complaints, 
or contentment. But we can't have both. We have to choose one or the other. So may we never forget the good things He has done for us. No matter what we lose, gratitude creates a contentment that can't be taken away. No matter what we lose in this life, choosing gratitude creates a contentment that can't be taken away. Hi, this is the Robin family, and we're thankful for... I am thankful for my family and the ability to fall back on them in these hard times. I'm thankful for the sense of community over these last seven months, especially among new friends and dear old friends. I'm thankful for my dogs and their continuous love. I'm thankful for the help of my family and friends and these spending this time together. I'm thankful for Starbucks cake pops and cookies. This year, I am most thankful for finding work after being on the job hunt for 10 and a half months. I am thankful that this job is in my field of expertise. I am also thankful for my friends and family that helped and encouraged me down the long road of job searching. I'm thankful for thankfulness and more stuff. Thankfulness, yeah. I'm thankful for my bunny and blankie. So Katie, what kind of things are you thankful for? Food. I'm thankful for family. Um, more food. Chocolate cake. Friends. I'm thankful for time. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is the best. I'm, I'm thankful for my family. Thankful that school is on its last week. And I'm thankful that I'll be able to get some sleep soon. Alright, Christina, what are we thankful for? Uh, supportive family and lots of babysitters. <laughs> I am thankful that even in the midst of a really difficult year for a lot of people, um, that I have my whole family together. All five kids are healthy, my husband's healthy, and uh, we're just, we're together. What, do you what, are we, what are we thankful for? Well, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for Jesus' love mm -hmm. and for friends that always remind us of that. And for you. Yes. What are you thankful and for? I'm thankful for my family and our and our kids. Yeah. So I love my family. Are you thankful for your family? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm thankful for medicine. And I'm thankful for the scientists and researchers who help make that medicine possible. I'm thankful for freedom, freedom we have in this country, and our freedom in Jesus. For stuff. I'm thankful for Christmas. For what? Christmas. Oh, okay. I'm grateful for Steve. I'm grateful for my grandsons. I'm grateful for the, for the 41 years I had with my boy and my mom. I am grateful for this church, but mostly I'm grateful to Jesus Christ for dying for my sins. I'm thankful for my church because it has all of my friends inside of it. All right, I am thankful for so many things, mainly my healthy family. But the best part of my day is that first sip of coffee. I am thankful for chocolate. And I'm also thankful for these two right here. Hey, what are you thankful for? My job. Hi, we're Ken and Diane Silva, and we're thankful for our wise, handsome, intelligent, 
loving and kind pastor and his family and for our really cool fun connect group happy thanksgiving everybody Bark, bark. one two three we, we are, are thankful, thankful for, for you, you. <laughs> yeah yeah What are you thankful for, Aaron? If you were to submit a video? If I were to submit a video, I would be thankful for you. Oh, that's sweet. If you, if I weren't here. <laughs> I'd be very sad. I'd be lamenting oh. that you weren't here, actually. <laughs> so then write what three things would you be thankful for? <laughs> that you're here? Okay. I don't. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, there's just a couple things we want to tell you about. We're still on the tail end of the pajama drive. Our for oh, Salem right. November challenge is we are um, teaming up, helping out, I guess, helping out United Way at Mid Valley um, with their pajama drive. So there's a link in the show notes for how you can join in on the fun and help out some people who need pajamas. So right. it's a great way to give back. So go ahead and check that out. And if you're a kid, Hello, I'm glad you're enjoying probably Aaron's hat. If you're a parent of a kid and you would like something for your kids to enjoy, we have content for you um, on our website, uh, yourcrosscreek.com slash kids, mm -hmm. and you'll see content for your kids as well. Keep an eye on that because there's gonna be some Advent Christmas stuff nice. coming your way too, parents. So because it is Christmas time now. Now, officially. Officially. Now we can say it, even yes. though you still have some work to do on that pie. Yes. Although if you know Aaron, he'll be eating pie probably Forever. till February. Ever. Yeah. Yes. He's a pumpkin pie guy. All right, and that's it. If you would like to donate to Cross Creek, uh, thank you for doing that. We have a link in the show notes for you as well. Let us know you're watching with the welcome form. And the next time we see you, it's gonna be none of this. No Thanksgiving. And all of this. Yep. So we're pretty excited. I'm sure some of you are already listening to Christmas music. So mm -hmm. let's do it. Let's do this Christmas thing. That's right. Yep. All right, see you next time.